0: I know you're hurting, just ask what.
1: Uh, Melissa Pitignano and the dear Lord Jesus, you are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes Show in the company of your Cabicus Nova, Romeo the Rodeo, and the Italian Dijonek. And my people, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to welcome back to the show, the one, the only, Melissa Pitignano. Hey, Melissa, welcome back, and how are you today?
2: Oh, hello, everyone. I am doing so good. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be here and speaking with all of you
1: well it's such a joy and a pleasure to have you back you know we had a wonderful time talking to you last time so we definitely had to have you back sooner than later because there are a lot of things to talk about and we will of course get to them but first we did hear this beautiful beautiful song of yours which is dear lord jesus which i know did very very well for you and speaking of which how did this song actually come about
2: oh i love this um it started back in 2015 um i wanted to recreate or I should say really revamp. I wanted to revamp Gave You One More Chance. Mm-hmm. And during that time, I reached out to Grammy-nominated multi-platinum producer Steve McMigliori here in Jersey. And he heard the song. He loved it. He said, yes, let's remix it, which we did. We did two different versions, a radio edit and an extended radio edit. Mm-hmm. And then I told him, well, I have a song that uh, it's a Christian song titled Dear Lord Jesus that my father and I wrote together. And I would love for you to work on it. And he said, definitely. So my father and I actually wrote that song in less than a day. And the song, concept of the song is it's about my relationship with the Lord, you know, speaking to God and speaking to the heavenly father, Lord Jesus, and like saying all these things of like what's going on in this world and talking to him about it and letting him know how much I need him and how the world needs him. But then also talking to my brothers and sisters. So it's a twofold kind of a song. And when I've spoken to many people regarding it who have heard it, you know, fans, new fans, family, friends, they all have a different perception when they hear the song, which is pretty cool. And I love hearing how they interpret it. And it's, it's really something and it's helped a lot of people. And I'm very, very thankful for that.
1: Well, it's definitely a fabulous, fabulous song indeed. And, you know, you and I were kind of talking about this a little bit off air. And I know that you have a very special event coming up very, very soon. So could you uh, enlighten our listeners here as to what exactly you are working on and what did you expect from you, uh, you know, coming up?
2: Well, what's happening, and I'm so excited, I'm doing my first ever live virtual concert. Uh, this is really, really big, and I'm very excited about that. I've been getting so many people from all over the world wanting me to come out and sing. And of course, I want to be there in person, but due to health-related matters and also due to COVID, we had to come up with a way where we could do a show, but would bring everybody together. So I said, let's do a live virtual event. Let's do a live virtual concert. So everybody was on board. They said, yeah, why not? So we partnered with Vimeo and Vimeo is going to be releasing the concert. So everybody can go to wwwvimeovimeocom slash on demand slash Melissa Pettigiano which is M-E-L-I-S-S-A-P-E-T-T-I-G-N-A-N-O. And once they go there, they'll get a description of the show, who's involved. Um, They'll get to see a trailer of the show and they can pre-order tickets right now. So from August 14th, 2021 to August 22nd, 2021, you can get $5 off the ticket by using promo code MELISSA, which is my name, M-E-L-I-S-S-A, at checkout. And you'll get $5 discounted You just put all your information in. Once everything goes through, you get another page and then you can click on a button that lets you follow along and you'll get updates leading up to the show, which is really exciting. And uh, once after, I would say August 22nd, 2021, then the tickets go back to regular price, but I am just so excited. And what's really cool about it, we've partnered with so many countries around the world. Everybody around the world can see it, but we've partnered with other countries. And the first 5,000 individuals to purchase a ticket will be able to get that promo. So get it fast, guys.
1: Wow. Well, it sounds like something truly, truly amazing. And and to actually look at this kind of thing, will this be sort of a first time for you doing an event like this, um, Melissa? Because you know, I know you have obviously have done, should we say, in-person live shows. How I mean, how do you are you going to kind of prepare for something like this? Do you think the preparation is pretty much similar to what you would do on, should we say, a regular stage or is there a little bit some, there's something a little bit extra involved when it comes to that?
2: Well, something like this, it's similar, but it's not. You must remember. I mean, I work with a very talented, very talented director. Uh, David Huschenberg and he and I had a lot of different ideas. They kind of knew, they wanted to know where I wanted to go with this, and I told them how I wanted the show to be, and there's other stuff that's going to be, not just me performing. You're going to hear uh, you know, me talking about different many different topics within the industry and, you know, things that I've done in the music industry where it started and all this good stuff. And then we're also going to talk about some testimonies, which I'm very excited to share. People are going to get to hear some information they've never heard before. Um, which I'm really, really looking forward to doing that. Um, so yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of special things and, you know, I've actually been asked, well, do you have to be religious to watch this? And I said, no, I have even people when we did the show, there are also people who are not that religious who, as well, decided to join in and bought tickets and are going to watch it, which I'm very thankful for and and so excited. Um, so there's something in it for everybody, whether you're religious or not. So, but yes, I, it is a show that's I'm not. I'm going to be very honest. It's Christ-centered, but it's very relaxing. It's very uh, soothing. It's just really nice. It's it's like you and I hanging out and just having a really nice time at a show and you really feel really comfortable and it's authentic. So that's what we really wanted it to be.
1: Well, I think that's absolutely fabulous that, you know, it traverses, you know, so much. And I guess it's literally 360 degrees of Melissa Pitignano because they'll get to know <laughs> so much more about you. And I think that's fabulous that, you know, they'll be able to, you know, they'll get to know more about the the woman behind the music, if you will, which I think is fabulous. And I, and I, I, I you know, from somebody who loves live shows, I definitely want to, you know, thank you for doing something like this because we're so in desperate need of, live kind of music if you will entertainment of this nature in the times that we're going through so you know as far as i'm concerned you know, i definitely want to thank you for, for wanting to do something like this of this scope and you know hopefully you know we'll, you know i'm sure it will be it will be a great success and heck it might lead to more of these so uh, who knows right so it, I, I think it's going to be fabulous and speaking actually of testimonies what would you say has been the most intimately spiritual moment you have experienced
2: Oh, I love that question. Well, first, I want to say you're so very welcome. And it's going to be really something and I'm very thankful. But to answer your question, um, for me, when I got sick, and I'm just going to touch on this briefly, and you're going to get to hear about this in more depth in Mm -hmm. the show itself. But for me, when I got sick, I got very sick back in April of 2018. I had lost the ability to walk. I had lost the ability to move my arms, my hands were turned in like a stroke victim, my shoulders were capsulized. Um, I couldn't move. Doctors for months didn't know what I have. There was so much that was going on, and I talk about all that, but the beautiful part in it is when I gave my life completely over to Jesus more than ever before, and I you know, said to him, father, you know, make me whole, make me new, make me who you want me to be. I will serve you all the days of my life. I had no feelings in my legs and my legs began to move and I cried tears of joy. I was terrified in such a good way in the sense where, you know, terrified of what was happening in the sense of, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen because I was getting sick. We didn't know what was happening, but I was crying tears of joy because I knew after I said that prayer and having that intimate connection with Jesus, I knew he was the one who started healing me through the Holy spirit because I was praying and praying and I knew, and I was repenting of all my sins and just cleansing my whole self and getting reconnected with the Lord more than ever before. And the moment I did that, everything started going uphill In a good way. And um, I'm just so thankful, so thankful. And I've had other I've had personal experiences with the Lord, I've seen the Lord. So, and I'm very happy and thankful to say that. So, you know, I know somebody listening may be like, Whoa, that's kind of crazy. You know, I've never had an experience like that, but it's it's not crazy, it's crazy in a good way, but it's not crazy. As long as you open your heart and allow him to come in and ask to, you know, see him and to know him, he will reveal himself to you and he will show himself to you because he loves you so much and he wants to help you in any which way he can. And, you know, he just wants an intimate relationship with you. It's really what he wants. And uh, that's another thing, you know, it's not about religion. It's about an, an intimate relationship and that relationship that cannot ever be broken. And it's just really something. So that's one of the uh, things I can mention and let and be known.
1: Wow. Well, uh, folks, you know, for the whole story, you know what you have to do. Of course, you have to be sure to (laughs) tune in when it comes to uh, this wonderful live event of Melissa's for sure. And and I have to actually say, you know, it's it's amazing what you have also overcome yourself, you know, Melissa, because it obviously takes a lot of also strength within you as well to overcome and adversity like that and speaking actually of which I know that prior to this and I have to admit this this made me very happy I know that you actually appeared in the film Spider-Man 3 and <laughs> yeah. and I have to say uh, being a huge superhero movie guy and also hosting a superhero movie podcast when I read that I was like Wow, I have to watch Spider-Man 3 now and see if I can find Melissa because I love that. And I actually, yeah, and speaking actually which, could you um describe somewhat the that, what that experience was like, how it came about, and what it was like being on a movie of that scope?
2: Oh yeah, it was exciting. Um well, I was signed uh, for about a year and a month, a year and two months almost with industry talent. It was industry modeling and talent studios. And they had signed me. I actually was sought out <laughs> in a mall, believe it or not. I was with a uh, boyfriend at the time. He's my ex now, but we were at the time at the mall. And there was this um, nice, you know, booth and some really nice people. And They came over and said, you know, you get skeptical because you don't really know if it's really legit, real, what's going on. Don't forget, it's a mall. You have to really watch those things. So Mm -hmm. they said, yeah, you know, we'd love to have you come down and you really got the look we're looking for and all this stuff. And I said, "Okay." I said, I'm going to look into this. I said, I don't trust just, you know, that easily one, two, three. I take time. I pray on it. And they're like, no, no, go ahead. Look it up. Look us up. Take your time. Do whatever you want. They were very open and very sweet. So once um, I got home and I started doing research, I was like, wow, this is OK. It's really not a joke. They're serious. So I called up the number. I spoke to the young woman and she said, yeah, let's up an appointment, had me come in. So I started doing all these different things, modeling wise, all that good stuff. And then I got a phone call from them and they said, listen, they're going to be doing Spider-Man three, the movie major motion picture in New York City, not even 20 minutes from where you are. Would you be interested in being one of the featured extras? And I said, Yeah. <laughs> it's Spider-Man. <laughs> come on. It's know. Spider-Man. Uh, I ain't missing that opportunity. So <laughs> I said, Sure. He said, Who you know who saw me? They like, well, the director of the movie was really um, intrigued by your look and really loved what he saw and saw your resume and all this stuff. And he really wants you to come in and you know be a part of it. I said, Sure, I'm coming. So it was a three-day shoot. I was on the set for close to 18 hours. The extra two days I couldn't continue. And I didn't continue because I had a, f- a family emergency with my grandma, my mom's mom, God rest her soul. So I had to cancel out for those, uh, extra two days, but my scenes, it was fine because we got my takes within the, f- that first day. So it worked itself out. Look how God works that out. So I was there. I met a lot of amazing people. Uh, the food was great. um, got to see uh, Kirsten Dunst and, you know, just all the, James Franco, you know, they were all, everybody that was involved with the film and it was amazing. And I was literally right next to, to the director and I got to watch him do his thing on camera as was many other individuals as well. And it was amazing, it was an amazing experience to get to see how these directors do their films and how many takes that have to go into it. And, you know, just how much hard work everybody involved you know, it's just a lot. It's a lot that goes into it, but it was really something. And I left my home like close to almost 4 a.m. in the morning. I didn't get home till like nine, 10 o'clock at night. I mean, we were really there for a very long day shooting a lot. We had our breaks, we ate and it was just amazing. I mean, I mean, I met a lot of people and really something really, really something.
1: Oh, I I can only imagine, you know, as I said, you know, loving those kind of movies very much. So I think it's awesome that you were able to be a part of that. And do you think that maybe sometime down the line, you might uh, be think about pursuing more acting roles or maybe even going into directing yourself? Or is it something that, you know, it's like I've done this. It's not something I'm particularly interested in.
2: Oh, no, it's something I'm interested in for sure um i've actually thought about doing like scripts and maybe directing i've even thought about you know doing acting myself um there's many different types of things of acting i'm looking into that i would be interested in um you know there's there's just a lot going on and it's amazing of what is coming about you know it's funny talking about acting there's been a rumor mill going around that the Godfather Four is supposed to be coming out. I know this is a totally different type of a movie, (laughs) um, but I'm going to mention this because this is like, it's so funny. There's these rumor mills going around about the film and Paramount, you know, is interested in, in doing it and wanting to put it out. And I was like, wow, you know, this is something else. And it was funny because when I was doing the shoot for my concert, There was a particular person there um, Mm -hmm. who was talking about it, who's very much within the movie industry. And they kept talking about, well, you know, she would be playing a very good role if she was, you know, maybe Andy Garcia's daughter in the film, you know, Vincent Cullion's uh, daughter. Mm -hmm. And I'm standing there getting ready to to sing my set. And I'm like, is this really happening right now? Is this (laughs) what I'm hearing? Like while I'm about to do this? Um, but I thought that was very sweet. I thought that was very kind. Obviously it's a different type of film and me and the type of person, you know, I'm, I'm open to many different types of roles, but I always want to play a positive role. And I also want to play a role that's, um, uplifting and has, it really has a strong message that can really help a person. That's Mm -hmm. the type of person I am. So, you know, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what, you know, is going on with all of that, but. It is something I am interested in for sure. And, you know, perhaps down the line, I mean, I acted in school, I had lead roles in school, which was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, doing Spider Man, a m- major motion picture, and getting to work alongside the director, along with other individuals, that was really cool. Really, really cool.
1: Well, you know what? I'm crossing fingers that if this, you know, uh, fourth uh, part of The Godfather comes out, and you know, and you get to be in it, <laughs> I would be so proud. You know, as a fellow Italian, I would be incredibly <laughs> happy that you would get to release. The inner Italian in you and you know it's like I, I was like I know that girl you know <laughs> I'd be very proud because I'm a big fan of the Godfather movies funny story and here's the here's where it gets weird I actually watched Godfather part one for the nth time the other day so this is kind wow. of weird so there you go
2: <laughs> I'm like, well yeah. thank you I really appreciate that but you know it's funny because you know, the and it's funny you should even mention this because two weeks ago I watched it with my father. I was here home watching with my dad and we sat there and we watched the whole trilogy together and I'm like, this is hysterical. So when we did the filming and like I said, that's what happened. I'm like, okay, this is, this is interesting. And I said, you know, whether I got the part or not, I would still be very thankful, very happy just for the opportunity to be considered. And As long as I know that there's somebody really good playing it and I I would be supporting it no matter what, no matter, you know, no matter what the situation is. But yeah, I mean, if that opportunity ever rolled and came around for sure, I would definitely pursue it forward more so. Well, yeah, you know,
1: as you (laughs) mentioned, as you mentioned, everything happens for a reason and nothing happens by chance. So there is, I think there's something to it. But I guess, you know, we will see, as they do say, you know, the Lord acts in mysterious ways. So I guess we should see. So I guess we'll see what, what happens to that. And on top of that, if that weren't enough, you are also an author you've also th- this woman folks has even writ- 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 written books i'm you know there's there's no end to her talent and speaking actually of which i mean i know you have a lot on your plate you know now between the upcoming show and probably writing more songs and everything else is do you think you might eventually sit down and write another book
2: yes eventually <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> there's only 24 out 24 hours in a day i know but
2: right right um, no, I definitely will. I mean, I've already in my mind have the next portion of my next book coming to my head. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be, you know, written down. I've already started writing certain stories. I have, it's not all together yet, but I've already started to really pen certain things out, which I'm very excited about with that too. Um, but there's so many different things I'm looking forward to. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Suzanne Lantana is a very big hit. It's an award-winning book, and it's a book that is helping so many young children and their families, which I'm very happy about. You know, I was asked this the other day. They asked me, well, what do you define as success? And I tell people, fulfillment, true, wholesome, authentic fulfillment. Um, You know, people talk about money and cars and all this other stuff, and that's fine to have if you use it correctly and wisely. But it's for me getting to help that one person and see that person not only saved and happy, but also just seeing individuals live out their true potential, living out who God has really called them to be. That is true success to me. So that's what makes me happy.
1: Well, I, I, you know, that, that very, very eloquently put, of course. And, uh, and if anybody were to ever write a book about you, should we say the Melissa Pitignano biography, th- is there an author out there that you would like to write that book?
2: Oh, wow. I never even thought about that. Um, that's such a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I'd really have to look into that a little bit more. I mean, I know that there are so many great writers out there that I know would do my my book justice for sure working alongside with me um but I don't know that's that's a very good question I'd have to really look into that a little bit more
1: well I and I know it would be just a, an instant page turner for sure because you have experienced so many things already and you still have to experience so much more so I know there is a going to be it's going to be quite quite the read I think eventually and and actually, moving on to that, of course, another big thing that's become very popular these days are of course audiobooks. And uh, if they, if you, you know, they were to make an audiobook of your uh, of your book, is there anybody in particular you would like as the narrator?
2: Oh, that's good. I love Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. She's one. I always go back to her. She's definitely one who I'd love to see. Um, I always love the sound of Diane Keaton. Mm-hmm. She has such a unique voice when she says stuff and brings it to life um if it was a guy reading it i uh, i don't know there's a couple maybe hmm let's see let's see let's see john travolta's one Um, like if i had to have somebody sit there and do it john travolta's one uh vince vaughn i know these are different types of actors but i'm going by the quality of vocal of what i hear so those are a few that I can name right <laughs> off well, the head.
1: <laughs> well, you've definitely name-checked some great ones indeed. And, you know, you, of course, mentioned, uh, of course, the, uh, the, v- the Vimeo concert and everything else. But for folks who want to find out even more about you and all the amazing things you get up to, wh- where can we send these folks to?
2: Okay, so they, I have, I'm have, i all over social media. So they could go to my main website, which is www.melissapettigiano.com. They could go to Facebook, which is www.facebook.com slash Melissa Pettigliano, www.facebook.com slash Melissa Pettigliano music. They could go to Instagram, which is Missy P number zero, number one, or they could go to Twitter, which is singer author number zero um, and number one, and they can go there. And that's how they get to see all these amazing things and what's going on. Fabulous. Well,
1: folks, you definitely know now where to go if you want to find out more, of course, about Melissa and everything she has going on. They are indeed amazing. I know she will continue to amaze us. And speaking of uh, of great things, Melissa, we're actually going to be taking it way, way back here to, uh, to a song that you mentioned before, which is Gave You One More Chance. So when it comes to this song, how did this song come about and will we ever possibly see you going back to a style like this?
2: Well, oh, I love that question. So, it "Gave You One More Chance" is a single that I wrote with my father years ago, and we decided to re, you know, again, like do another revamp, recreation, as we call it. That song was written during a time when I got a, a very bad breakup, mm-hmm. and I sat down and thought about bad breakups, people who've gone through bad breakups, how they overcome things like that. And I put it down on paper and I'm like giving that uplift to other people that, and it's like saying, look, yeah, I went through this. I gave you one more chance. You didn't see what you had in front of you. And now I'm moving on with someone new kind of, a, you know, kind of a deal. So that's how that started. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely open to doing more dance singles and other type of versions. I mean, Christian music is my home. That is where I will as always be, but yeah, um, I love other types of fields of music. As long as it's clean music, I'm totally open to doing it. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to do all different types.
1: Well, uh, we, we definitely are for sure, you know, because if something like this comes down the pike from you, I'm definitely going to be jamming to it uh, till the cows come <laughs> home. So I definitely will. So, folks, we are going to get into this great, great song. This will be Melissa Pitignano and gave you one more chance. Melissa, I want to, of course, thank you once again for, for joining me today. It was a pleasure talking to you. And of course, I want to wish you continued success with your career and best of luck for your upcoming live
2: show. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you so very much to you and to everyone and God bless.
1: Well, thank you very much. Well, folks, you did hear it from Melissa Pitignano. Be sure to check her out if you've yet to do so. She is definitely worth your time. Be sure to head on over to her live show because it will definitely be worth your time. A once in a lifetime experience. Here is another great song of hers. This will be Gave You One More Chance. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes Show with your Italian Nick. We'll be right back after this.